and May Marks. Today is February 13th, 2019. We got a great show headed for you. We're going to review uh, UFC 234, Israel Adesanya versus Anderson Silva. We're going to give our predictions for the upcoming fight with Francis Ngannou versus Cain Velasquez. And we're going to get into news, rumors, and updates for everybody and what's going on in the MMA world. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to uh, this weekend. Going to be half asleep for all the fights because they're all over the place and it's hard to keep up. Yeah, yeah. We got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We got two on. Uh, we got Friday with Bellator, Saturday with Bellator and DAZN. We got Sunday with UFC. Man, it is a packed-ass weekend. And here's one that uh, everybody forgets about. One championship. Friday morning, right? Friday morning. Oh, my it God. It says it's Saturday, but it's Saturday for them. That, it's Friday morning for us. I know. The time zone is a motherfucker, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'm going to be trying to watch that while I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be a big one championship, too, right? Uh, I looked at it. It's actually nobody that I personally know of, but, you know, they're always, they're always delivering. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm really into that shit now, man. I told you, they won me over. I just wish the time zone was better. As soon as they get a TV deal here, oh, it's going to be on. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's get into this. You called it UFC 234, Israel Adesanya versus Anderson Silva. Yeah, man. It now, was like a fucking Mortal Kombat fight in real no, life. No, no, but what I'm saying is is you, when you were doing their intro, you said that. But really, what was it? It was originally Whitaker versus... Gastelum. Yeah, I figured we should get into that first. Oh, you know, okay. Let's do it. Kind of go over that. So, Robert Whitaker, in his home country... Yeah, second time. And he pulls out of the fight. For a second time. But... If the, if what they're saying is true, these are life-threatening injuries. Yeah, man. Can you imagine if Kevin Gastelum hit him in the stomach? He Okay, for anybody that didn't know, Kevin Gastelum suddenly comes up with a hernia, internal hernia. Robert and Whitaker. A, oh, sorry. Robert Whitaker comes up with a internal hernia in his stomach, and it collapses his bowel, and this causes him to vomit. This is all on Saturday or Friday night, right? Yeah, he can't rehydrate is what he said. He, he couldn't rehydrate, so he's going through a weight cut, and on top of that, he has a hernia. And then, because of that, his bowel closes. So if his bowel collapses, and he goes on with the fight, and he gets hit in the stomach, he could go septic. Excuse me. Excuse me. He, he could go septic. If he goes septic, that means that his bowel is ruptured, and then all that nasty waste is going to go into his body and cause him to die. So this was a really, really life-threatening injury. And I'm glad they caught it. Glad they took him to the hospital. I wish nothing for the best for the man. I hope he does get better. But it just sucks that he has to pull out of Australia in his hometown for the second time. The first yeah. time being he got chicken box. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's weird. I mean, people that pull out too much, sometimes that's, that's a problem because... You got people like um, Dominic Cruz. He could be great. I mean, he is great, but he doesn't stay active enough. He gets too injured. Right. For for as much potential as the man has, his uh, what is it? His reputation does not precede him as well as it should. 
Yeah, and so on the other side of it, we had um, Calvin Gaslam having all kinds of growths all over him. This motherfucker. I wouldn't have let him in the building. That dude needed to get to a (laughs) hospital ASAP. He had that shit on his lip, had shit on his lip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then he had some Matrix mark on the back of his neck. Looked like he had... <laughs> like he, he did, got sucked in the Matrix. I know, it. right? It yeah. was bad, dude. Yo, you gotta be clean in your in your camp, yo. So, he went on Ariel Helani's show, and he had stated that it... Well, Ariel Helani just was like, no, no bullshit. Was like, yeah, so your staff... You know, he went right through it. He's Fucking like, right. I, that's why I love Ariel, man. <laughs> and he's like, so do you think, and he's like, nah, we were good. You know, they were working with me. They gave me antibiotics and they were very, very happy with with the way it, they were healing. And uh, so I was ready. I was prepared to go. So nah, fuck that, yo. <laughs> I mean, it, honestly, though, like if we're comparing it to um, Kevin Lee's chest, that looked worse, in my opinion. Okay. It wasn't as like obvious. Right. But, like, that just looked like it was, like, a lump on his chest. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. That was bad. Kevin Lee was bad, but I, I guess because it's on Kevin Gastelum's face. It's yeah. on his face. It looked like herpes on his lip. Yeah, it did. It looked bad. And you've seen the, the UFC try to get his better side. And it just, <laughs> it, it gave just, him some cover-up. It didn't work, yo. <laughs> it was it, so weird. <laughs> It didn't work. It looked like it looked like peach herpes on his face. It just didn't. Yeah, it was bad. And then and then he was carrying around the belt all night, saying that he is now. That was not his belt. He borrowed that belt from Cejudo. What yeah. the hell is wrong with him? Well, he was saying he's now the champ, and that if you don't show up for a fight, you lose. So he's the champ. That shit worked in wrestling. That shit works in wrestling. We got forfeits in wrestling. We don't have forfeits in in cage fighting, son. Yeah. Well. Them showing him inter- being interviewed in the back that night and then, you know, walk around with the belt, that was very WWE. Yeah, it, it did remind me of that shit, but it's like, what do you do? I mean, do you, do you say, do you say, don't give him the belt and don't let him create a little bit of hype on the, on the situation? Because I think he did that out of fear that he would get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I mean, it's... A lot, a lot of it's weird. I mean, he's got that manager Ali, and that's why Cejudo let him borrow the belt. He was the same manager, but it's just like it was borderline cringy that he was saying that he's now the champ. It's like, dude, you don't want to earn that. F- you don't want to earn the title by whipping someone's ass, right? And and normally that's how he is. Like he's a bad. He like he goes for the knockouts, dude. That's why I like him, right? But then he's doing this weird shit. But I think that's him trying to, um, you know, trying to. Be like McGregor and everything and all that. You know, well, he's just trying. He's just not. Cejudo's the same way, kind of. He's like, he tries to be really cool or whatever, but it's, he's very cringy. He's the cringiest of them all. That's where the money is, though. Like, these guys have, this is the era of talking shit. I mean, you talk shit it's, and then you get money. You talk shit, you get titles. You talk shit and you get fights. That's the only way you get fights in the UFC is if you make a narrative up. And this is his narrative because... Let's be honest. There wasn't a lot of hype for this fight. No, no, it was getting overshadowed. It, it really was. I mean, the the big fight of the night is Israel Adesanya versus Anderson Silva. Yeah. I mean, just those two names alone, they didn't even need any build up. Yeah. Those two names alone would overshadow the whole main event, and the only reason it was a main event is because it was for a title. And and the hometown. Yeah, and the hometown. 
That, that even has that, a lot to do with it, though. But even even then, you know, Israel's right over, right across the pond in New Zealand. So it's, I mean, yeah, but you know, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to the actual main event. Okay. Main event. Um. Yeah, Anderson Silva, Adesanya. What did you think, man? It was my favorite part of it was the mental game. You could just see that they were both playing, like you know, trying to have a. a it was very. Like chess, you know what I mean? Like, you know how you say you got two ground game, two jujitsu guys, it's like a chess match. This was like a chess match on a stand-up. It was very, very strategic and I very agree. heavily mental. I could tell that they were trying to get into each other's head, trying to... That's why I say it's like chess. They were trying to make them fake moves, and then one would duck, one would do that, and it was just it was just crazy. To the uninitiated or the, or the non person that doesn't understand fighting the nuances of fighting it looked like a lot of show building but trust me when you break the shit down and you see the footwork you see the setups you see the the mind games the little tricks that they play the little feints the spins the the uh what is it, the baiting when he was yeah. baiting him in yeah that that right there when when anderson silva Gets near the cage and he baits the guy into to yeah. biting him, so he has nowhere to go. Yep. And then Israel started to come in and then he stopped, backed up into the center, and said, "Oh no, not old man, you coming out here? Yeah. You coming out here in the center where we can move?" Yep. That showed such maturity for such a young, up and coming fighter like Israel is. I, he gained my respect more so to do that than than to. Stand and bang with Anderson Silva. Yeah, and and you know, so you got Israel, mm -hmm. who was very cautious, showed a lot of respect for Anderson, and then you got an older Anderson Silva. And it, it is you know a lot of people are saying that's not need to be mentioned, but it is. Yeah. Uh, he's going for the kill. But I will say this. He didn't look like an older Anderson Silva. Not like he did with Michael Bisping. He was when, a lot slower. When he when he fought Michael Bisping, though, he looked like an older Anderson Silva. No way. When Okay, when he fought DC, he looked like an older Anderson Silva. Okay. But when, but when he fought Israel, he didn't look like... I didn't think he was an old Anderson Silva. Yeah. He looked like he, he had speed. He he didn't lose too much. Well, he lost a little bit of step because his reaction time was a little slower. But he didn't look like he was 43 years old out there. He looked like he was in his 30s. He just never, I mean, honestly, though, like, he, he caught him with a couple good uh, combinations. But he never really got that real, you know, like, he just pulls the trigger out of nowhere. Right. He never got that. He never got that, like, that. Cause, and, and that's usually when he does, like, the quickness. When, like, knocking... You know, forced out with a jab, really. He just got him with the quickness. And when he knocked out Bisbing, you know, but te it, well, technically it wasn't a knockout. But it was out of nowhere. He just jumped and kneed him right in the face. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like he never got to pull it off. It, it's just, I, I've, I, I liked Anderson Silva better in that match. I'm not saying he won. I'm just saying I enjoyed him more. Because he, I feel like he was showing more effort. He did show more. He, well, he was, did he need to show more effort, or was it showing more effort because he was older? Now, now, I'm, I'm not saying he, he was putting himself out there to get knockouts more than 
Israel was. He he was taking more of a risk, yes. But I think Israel was respecting him all like just enough. Just enough. Not 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 so much not too much, but just enough. Like he's he gave him more respect than any of his other opponents. Which which is ex- yeah, well you you anticipated that, but I don't know. It 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 hurt Israel's uh instinct to kill, you know? Yeah, and a lot of tricks that for both of both sides, that's what I'm saying. Anderson couldn't pull pull the trigger on a quick quick little knockout. And Israel, they both had tricks that usually work on other people, but both of them are skilled enough to not get tricked into right. getting caught. Right. But so, you know, um with this, you know, so Silva lost by decision. As rightfully so. I mean, now, I think if Silva wouldn't have stuck his chin out in the middle of the air mm-hmm. and got clipped three or four times, it, it might have been like a draw or or even went Silva's waist. Uh, I, well, maybe not because Israel was more the aggressor. Yeah. But but uh, sticking your chin out in the air and, and waiting for somebody to clip it is... It, that's not a way to win a fight, man. It's not, and and, and he did that twice in that fight. Yeah, and uh, I mental. think that I think that's what lost him the fight. It would gain a mental edge over the opponent, but you have to pull the trigger to do yeah, so. Yeah, exactly. It, it's showing the guy, yeah, I can take your he punch. Didn't, he didn't commit too hard. I mean, he, he didn't commit enough. Right, and for it, Anderson to fire back. Right, and to tell to tell you the truth, Israel, yeah, like you were saying, he didn't commit to those things. Like when when. Anderson uh, fought Weidman. Weidman seen that chin, hit it, and he was like, oh, I can hit it? And then went for it as hard as he could yeah. and knocked him out. That's what kind of what, what I was expecting from Israel, but Israel gave him that respect like, nah, son, you ain't suckering me in. This is a trap. You yeah. ain't suckering me in. But it did look, round one, I will say round one looked like a fucking Mortal Kombat game, yo. Yeah. They were, I mean, millimeters from hitting one another with spinning hook kicks, spinning roundhouses, spinning back fists, like overhand rights, uh, quick left hooks. It was just, it, yep. it, it was crazy. It looked like it looked like a live video game. Yeah, I loved every second of this, and it, it was one of those fights where you hold your breath, like yeah. oh it's coming, oh it's coming, oh I can't wait, oh oh that was so fucking close, oh my god that was so close. It was it was just great. I loved every second. Meanwhile, of that fight. meanwhile, I'm watching, laughing and giggling because I'm watching both of their faces, reacting to each other's advances and stuff. And it's just funny as hell. They're like, me. "Oh, you almost got me with that one, nah, <laughs> nah, son, nah, nah, nah." So yeah, just just to to because uh, I looked it up. The round one, all judges gave it to Adesanya. Right. Round two, all the judges gave it, or it might have been two out of three gave it to Silva, but he won that round. And then um, all three judges gave the third round to Adesanya. Yeah, I can see that. So, let's start off with Silva, you know, between these two. Okay. Silva, he um he had called out Connor initially. He no, nah, he ain't going to get that. I know. He called out Connor, but you know, called him called him out before he got shut down easily, quick or quickly. Right. Then he said that he wanted Nick Diaz to fight him. In his hometown, his home city. Do you think Nick Diaz is going to fight again? Well, his response was, 
a video and he's drinking and he's, you know, slurring his words, but it's kind of how he normally talks anyway. And he says, I don't want to hurt nobody. I just want to party. Right. I, I don't think Nate, I don't think the Diaz brothers are ever going to fight again. I, I really don't, don't. I don't know, but it would have been cool because as soon as that got said, Connor tweeted, book it. I'll fight Nate on that, on that card. Of course he's going to fight Nate. That's no. That would just be cool to see the Diaz brothers fight again. It, it would be. It would be cool. I, would, I wouldn't I would mind seeing them again. They're great fighters. I just don't think that the UFC and them can come to a, any type of agreement. You know, it just doesn't seem that that was good. Who do you want to see Silva fight now? Because he's got, what, three more fights on his contract? Four more fights? Something like that? I don't even know for Silva. I mean, there's a lot of matchups that don't really appeal to me. I mean, who? who who's who's going to be next, really? I don't see anybody that, like, jumps it's, out. It's going to have to be somebody big because he's not going on no title run. No, it's... it's. These are just... He's just doing, you know, bullshit fights till the end, I think. Exactly, because he, he signed that... Fucking it, ten fight deal, and that was the worst fucking deal it's he ever. Go, it's gonna be whoever wants to fight Anderson at his hometown. That's what's gonna be. Yeah, I mean, who wants to do that? You're not gonna get GSP to do that. You're gonna get some under guy to do that. Well, he'll have fun with it, right? Now Adesanya is actually trying to, you know, get everybody into. Bannon, I mean, not Bannon. Why am I saying Bannon? Trying to get everybody to the UFC to take the title away from him. Take the title away from who? Robert Whitaker. No. What he said was to take the title after a year. He can see if that happens. He's like, I see if a year goes by, then you have to do what you got to do. And then let me and Kevin, let me and Kelvin fight for the title. And then when Robert Whitaker's heels up, he can fight me because I'm going to win. Yeah, but it what so what he said it was a little different than that, and what I got out of it was he said he needs four months to heal, but then he you know it's probably going to turn into a whole year because he needs four months to heal and from then, the surgery, and then four months to get back in shape, or you know, and then a couple months to get back in shape, and then a couple of weeks for a uh, good a so, good fight camp. We're looking at nine, ten months, and he's saying that minimum. And he's saying that it could take longer. Right. So he's saying that if we get word that it's going to take longer, strip them, give it to us. Right. Now, what do you think about the interim titles? Do you think they did them too much, or do you think do you think in this case you would have to put an interim title together? In my opinion, I would have made an interim title um, for this fight. I would have put Kelvin versus uh, Kelvin versus Adesanya for the interim title. Why would you do that to Kelvin? I mean, Kelvin, that, that's, that's I, I would have moved it differently. That's why I would have gave Kelvin a different, Kelvin a different uh, matchup. Yeah, but you, I, I don't think you would. That would be doing the 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 card a disservice because everybody wanted to see Adesanya versus Silva. I'm just telling you what I would have done. I hear you. I hear you. I'm <laughs> just giving my retort. I'm just saying, like, you don't want to jeopardize that that fight. That fight needed to happen, regardless of titles and opposition. Yeah. That was a passing of the torch. Oh, I by mean, the way, they kept it a three-round fight. That was we great. We thought it was going to go five rounds, but that, that made it interesting. 
Um, I would have loved to see five rounds. Yeah, if they would have kept going, it would have oh been even better. Oh, my God, it would have been so great. But they weren't prepared for five rounds. Well, you know, they didn't have I, time. You know what I mean? I, I think Silva was like, I signed up for a three-round. That's what you're going to get. And you know the the um, Lando Venata fight got, yeah. got bumped up because his opponent was Anderson's boy? Really? That was another stipulation Anderson did. No. He said, make my boy my clone. He didn't say my boy. He, he called him as a mini-me or a clone or whatever because the guy kind of looks like him and moves like him a little bit. No, he doesn't move like Ka- Anderson. Kind of. You know what I mean? He emulated some of his movements or whatever. I could see I could see the striking. The striking was a little similar. Yeah. But, no. But no. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. And he said, you got to put you gotta put him as co-main event. Fuck yeah. Use that fucking yeah, stroke, right? son. Use that stroke. There yeah. you go. Looking out for his boy. That's right. Unfortunately, it didn't do him any good. <laughs> He's going up against Lando Venata, son. Venata going to take you out quick. Yeah, and that's the, that's the next fight on that card, since we're going that direction. Let's, let's do it. And, you know... Venata, I, to- I told you he's gonna come in and look. He's gonna be hungry because he had a couple split decision losses that were really close, or and he had a draws or whatever. You know what I mean? He, he had just, a couple draws. I knew he was not gonna have a decision win. Fuck or, I mean, no. or uh, it wasn't going to decision regardless. Right. He was not gonna risk it to no. go to decision. He's done with the judges. Venata ain't fucking playing, yo. And he took. Uh, well, I, he took a first round submission on his ass. That's Mark, what. What was that guy's name? Mariano or something? Yeah, like that? Mariano. Mariano, yeah. He he camored him. Yeah. Got him in the camore. He took him on the ground. He kinda looked like he didn't know what he was doing. I'm surprised. Well, yeah. I Hey, you you to put a striker on the ground, he's gonna he's gonna fish flop a little bit. Yeah, well. He'll know for next time. Yeah. What do you think about um without a calling out Jim Miller? That's a good that's a good step up for him, man. I want, I like Venata. I want to see Venata go, go up to like, you know, a top ten talent. That's what he needs to well, be doing. You know, he almost knocked out Tony Ferguson on his debut, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, you'll have to watch that fight. Yeah, you got to send me that fight so I can <laughs> see that because yeah. I, because I want to see that now. Yeah, that was a close fight. Oh, really? I, yeah. I didn't know about that now. And then, uh, so yeah, I, I hope that happens because Jim Miller needs a. Jim, a good a good fight and if he, he doesn't does well, need a win, awesome. he needs a he needs, he needs a, a good, good fight. He yeah, he needs a good war. Yeah. Venata's that guy to give him a war. Now, the next fight going down the card All right. was uh Ricky Simon versus uh what is it? Yaya or Yaha. I don't know how to say his name. Ronnie Yaha. Ronnie Yaha. Yeah. Alright, so let me give you my little thing real quick. Okay, please do. So, in case you're wondering, it's Ricky the Mexican mullet, Simon. Oh, my God. That mullet was on fucking point, <laughs> son. He was rocking it hard. It literally looked like a like a horse mane. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he was, he was on point. He looked like a Mexican stallion, son. He was just. Yeah. And then um, he was fighting some old, like a guy kind of looked pretty older. He was. He was. Yeah, he was he was way experienced on the ground. I would say that. Yeah, he was. He kept trying to get to the ground, and Ricky kept getting him. You know, dropping him or, but they was very back and forth. It was an awesome fight. Back and forth? No, no. I will I will correct you there, sir. Dude, it was not he, back and he forth. He got caught. He got caught a couple he, times. He got caught a couple times, but Ricky Simon put on a fucking clinic. Okay, back and on forth. How, bad. Wrong, on how? Wrong words. On how to nullify 
a wrestler, a nullified jujitsu practitioner. Yeah, I wouldn't call him a wrestler because okay. he wasn't going for any takedowns like that. Right. He was a he was a jujitsu guy. He was looking for a submission. But Ricky Simon would load up on the right hand or or I should say Yaha was loading up on the right hand. Ricky would duck it, scoot around with using footwork and just tee off on him and then repeat. It, that was the whole fight, pretty much. Yeah. Well, what I what I meant when I said back and forth, it was so he didn't go, he didn't go without getting hurt. He got rocked at one point. Oh yeah. I mean, you could only th- he threw the right hand so many times. I he mean, caught he, him. He eventually caught. He eventually caught Simon. But Yaha eventually caught him. But he was outclassed. Yeah. Yaha needs to go back to the drawing board because Ricky Simon put him to shame now, with that with the whole footwork the whole striking he would take him down at will well not at will but he took him down he would he would engage just enough to get the points on the takedown and then he would stand back up well let me ask you this let me ask you this it's very interesting to me one of the judges scored it 30 25 as well it should so you agree completely? I, I agree completely. That was a fucking clinic, son. <laughs> All right, well, that was I a clinic. I wouldn't have been so generous with those eights, and you know what I mean? Oh my! He barely—he didn't even in the second round. In the second round, son, he didn't even land anything. All right, well, Rick well, Simon dodged every punch and took good. him down. He's good. And then and then beat him up, and then took him down, beat him up, took him down, beat him up, and he. Who, what, what class was that? Do you know? Uh, not off the top of my head. I, I want to say, say featherweight. Yeah, I want to say it's either forty-five or fifty-five. I want to say forty-five though. I'd like to see that guy have a quick turnaround. He didn't get too fit. Right. So that'd be cool. That was a that was a classic strategy oh, game. Did you see there was a thing going around uh, on? I saw it on Instagram. What? Um, what's it called? Um, damn, what is that guy's name? He was on Joe Rogan being kind of gay. You, you that... told me no. You told me the guy was kind of gay, and I was like, "That's just how he acts." Oh man, um, he does some stuff with Brendan Schaub. Come on, Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. He they had a post uh, a picture of him next to Ricky Simon, and it was like, <laughs> "Who's got the better mullet?" <laughs> and he was he he posted about it saying you know that's a nice ass mullet you as know a, what I mean he's like I know you're a confident son of a bitch walking fuck around with yeah. that that mullet was on point <laughs> y'all have to see that mullet if nothing it if was you not a bad mullet of all the mullets that was not a it definitely that of mullet that was a nice mullet that- <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice mullet yo I mean if if you look at it all the mullets out there. That's that one was pretty good. I mean, it looked like one of those Mexican uh, rooster fights. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was he was he was rocking it hard. I'm saying, stay like that, Rick Simon. That's that's your ticket right there. Yo. Rock that mullet. Bring back the Mexican <laughs> mullet, son. That is your uh, that's your signature right there. You keep putting clinics on. You you rock that mullet hard. You're gonna go places, son. Hell yeah! All right, next fight. One of my favorite fights of the night. Really? This was your favorite fight? <laughs> Only for one reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell everybody what your favorite fight is. Tell them. Are we talking about the Montana? Mm-hmm. Montana De La Rosa uh, versus Nadia Kasim. Kasim? I said Kasim, but that's way wrong. Yeah, I think it's Kasim or Kasim. 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 Kasim, yeah. Anyway, Kasim is hot as fuck. Oh, yes, she is. Oh, my God, dude. I mean, 
Montana Del Rosa is also very good looking, but in my opinion, the uh, Nadia is so hot. It's oh unreal. my god! Yeah, and you get no argument from me on this one. She was completely outclassed, even though she was hotter. <laughs> okay, and that girl was on her. Got a second. It was a second round, I believe. Yes, armbar. Yes, but the, the crazy thing is, is this adds to her hotness. She was super flexible and not. <laughs> Getting like submitted at first, and it was like, "Ouch!" That looks like you're literally ripping her arm off. She she did straight Gumby up, yo. It was <laughs> it was bad. Like she was bending, she was bending that arm the way it did not need to be bent. And yeah. she's very good she, looking, though. Oh my god, yeah. But uh, I watch her fight every time. <laughs> but Montana De La Rosa, she just went to town on. She her, bulldogged yo. her. Yeah, yeah. She knew she knew what was going on. She never shot. Be honest. She need to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see that uh, run that back again, you know. All right, so what we got next? Oh, your favorite fight I got. Not your favorite fight, but your most outrageous fight. You're probably going to have a lot to say on this one. <laughs> Mr. Crook versus Sam Alvey. Uh, everybody's saying it was an early fucking stoppage. I agree. I think Mark Goddard on this was horrible. And I will say that even Mark Goddard admitted that it wasn't his best work and i quote it's not my best uh work as a referee that's what he said according to mma world now sam alvey did get fucking clipped and he backed up got his bearings together then uh Kruk got on t- took him didn't take him down but knocked him down again got to the side of him and was punching him now, to Sam Alvey's defense, he did give both uh, to the ref. He gave two thumbs up to the ref that he was good, and the ref stopped the fight anyway. It's an early stoppage, Joe. Uh, you got to let those guys fight, man. You just got you look, if the guy's not responding to you, you, you stop the fight. But if he's responding to you, giving you thumbs up, talking to you, you got you to gotta let him go. What do you think, man? Did all I right. steal every part of your thunder? Hell no. All right. All right. I want the world to know, from the beginning, I've always hated Mark Goddard. That has been well documented throughout this <laughs> podcast. So right, if you look. go back on every episode, you can see, fuck Mark Goddard. Fuck He's, Mark Goddard. Everybody, and I I find it weird, but people are starting to jump on my fucking side. Everybody always says, Mark Goddard's the best referee that UFC has. Mark Goddard is you know one of the top referees right now. Uh, no, the fuck he's not. He's an egotistical fucking piece of shit, and he also makes bad calls. Wow. How okay. you really feel, son? How you really feel? All right, so even though I had Jim Crute winning this. Get him. <laughs> Get him. Jim Crute clipped Sam Alvey. Yeah. Dropped him. Yeah, he did. Then Mark Goddard half steps in between the two fighters. I Yeah. Okay. Jim Crute thought, ref stopping it, turns around to do a walk-off. Because he did look he could he could have stopped it there. That would have been a better stoppage could, than what he did. He could have made it a walk-off. Right. Because he was clipped and did not look good at all. But then the ref is like, uh, no, I'm not stopping it. Mark Goddard, the ref. So Jim Crute's like, okay, uh, goes over. At this point, you know, he's getting his bearings. Sam Alvey's getting his bearings. And 
if you watch the replay, he's not even getting cleanly hit. He's getting hit on the shoulder. He's like ducking his head just perfectly. Yeah, he was blocked. Now, what up? What what a, to paint the picture, guys? Sam Alvey got knocked down. He's on his hands and his knees, but his head is on ducking down the mat like uh, cover. His his uh, left arm is covering his ear, so his shoulder is covering up most of his head. Yeah, and. Uh, Crute is hitting the shoulder. He's not hitting the head. He is just hitting on his shoulder. So it's not doing a lot of damage. And Marcotta stands over top of both guys and says, Show me something, Alvy. What you got? Show me something. And he showed him something. He showed him two thumbs up. And then he was getting his bearings. He was getting his base, building his base. He was getting his knees together to stand back up. And Marcotta calls the fight. Now... Sam had actually said something before the fight that he believes that Mark Goddard stops fights too early. And he asked him. He says he stops his fights too early. Mark Goddard stops his own fights too early. I, I, you, get no, you get no argument with so me anyway, from here, man. I look, think Mark Goddard's a piece of crap, too. I'm glad you censored yourself, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he immediately contested. He looked completely... Conscious, he jumped right up and jumped into Mark Goddard's face like, "What the fuck?" Yep, I mean, and the thing is, is like, it's like he, it's like people never heard of like letting him tire himself out. He's not getting, he's not getting significantly hit at all. He's just hitting him in the shoulder. He's letting him kind of tire himself up. Then he was, you know, getting himself completely, you know, his bearings back completely. He's gonna try and stand up and fucking duke it out. Right. Now, we're not we're not registered with any networks or anything like that, so we can say what the fuck we want and what y'all think. And if anybody saw the fight, you know that that referee fucked up and made a horrible mistake. He should have let those guys fucking fight. And th- we're not going to sit here and say, oh, the ref is going to make it a real-time decision and, oh, he's, he's doing good. No, that ref was fucking wrong. He needed to be checked. And that fight needed to continue even a little bit longer. Somebody's going to end up slapping him because he gets in the fighters' faces and shit. And it's like, you know, this is my ring. You know, like, dude, I get it. You're trying to, you know, take control. But you, there's a way to talk to somebody, especially fighters who are there, adrenaline's pumping, the ready to just take somebody's head off. I'm telling you, he does that shit to Paul Daly. Paul Daly going to crack him. Anybody crack him. Mm-hmm. I'll crack his ass. <laughs> mm. All right. All right, now, enough of that shit. Let's let's go move on because we already know what's going All right, on. With so that. let's go to the big. Let's go to uh, the next one that I had on my list. That's correct. It was, was it was the fight De- before this one? Devonte Smith versus Dung Young ha- Dung Young Ma, Dung Young Ma. Sorry. So Devonte Smith, um, we know him around here as Bink Bink. Yeah, Devonte Bink Bink Smith. He is a master of the one two. Uh, he he is so quick with the jab cross. And I guess he calls it the bink bink. And when he hits you, he hits. If he lands the jab clean on your chin, that cross is landing clean on your chin too. Oh yeah. And it is just bink bink, and you're down. I I mean, this is the second fight. He comes on to Dung Young Ma. Dung Young Ma don't know. He drops his guard just for a hot second. Gets jabbed, crossed, and down he goes. He bink binked him. Yes, he did. That was awesome. Round one, KO, son. Called that to a T. 
okay, yes. Buddy called it, everybody. Buddy was right. And <laughs> and after this podcast, Buddy's going to go back, going to look at the review and see who won. I haven't even done that. You know I, that? I know you haven't. I what, know, that's why I said after this podcast, you're going to do it. All right, all right. All right, you're going to do it because I know, I know I'll beat you on that one. <laughs> I know it won. That's all right. It's, it's okay because I did my own little research, but I'm not in charge of that that field buddy yeah. is don't be afraid to tell me i'll tell you i'll tell you i won uh, that shit i don't know what everybody else picked but i know i beat you shane young got a decision win over austin arnett he almost finished him at the end so do you remember this fight i don't remember this fight you gotta enlighten me i to be to be perfectly uh frank i was not prepared for this this fight so what do you got um shane young and Austin Renette. Austin Renette kind of had that, like, red hair, kind of beard, kind of lankier. Uh-huh. They were back and forth. Like I said, it was kind of like just, you know, uh, they were both going for it. But at the end, um, Arnett got clipped and got put, you know, he got dropped. What did he get dropped with? Do you remember? No, but I remember he did get dropped. I remember he, he got, you know, he, won, he got a knockdown at the end. Uh-huh. And it, I think it had to go on. He would have just got the win. But he did get the decision. He did. Okay. So, you know what I mean? Like, these guys are kind of cool, but that that's all I got to say. Okay. What about the next fight? Um, That's all I have. Okay. That's so all I have. I got so. you. I got you on the next fight. Kai or K Kara France. Kai Kara France. Yeah. Uh, He won split decision over some Brazilian dude, I guess. <laughs> 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 It's like Raulian. Let me see. Let me see what you got. Papivian Faisal. Oh, Faisal. Okay, yeah, I, I remember this fight. Okay, go ahead. What you got? How they win? Literally, he said it was a split decision. But literally, you know what I remember thinking about this fight, and I what? said it to you. What? It's just like a heavyweight fight. They're both slow as fuck. They were not prepared for a three round fight. I know that's. Hold on, they weren't prepared th- for a two minute fight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they. Look, either either the adrenaline dump happened on both guys so fucking quick that they couldn't keep up, but these guys were what what one seventy? I don't even think they were that heavy. Okay, they, maybe, either way, they were like short guys. I mean, I was thinking like this division, like for this division, these two guys are both very very slow. Right, it was extremely slow. They were extremely tired. Um, it was it was a weird. You don't see it too often, but when two guys come in and uh, dump their whole adrenaline, dump their whole cardio in one one round. The rest of the fight kind of goes really slow and you're really predictable. And you could see what guy's actually going to win fairly quickly. And you could see that that this guy just dominated him. He just, I don't know, because some people were saying that he didn't win. He got, it was just hometown advantage. Well, because it was a split decision. Okay. I, I think I think he won. I think he won. Uh, I didn't think it needed to be a split decision, but that's I I didn't even. I mean, I didn't care either way. Right. <laughs> All right. So what do you? Uh, so the next fight. All right. What you got? Okay. So this guy's name is uh, King Ho Gang or something. Kind of almost looks like King Kong. <laughs> uh, he choked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say that again. What does this look like? King what? King Kong. Oh, King Kong. I thought you said King Come. I really no. did. So, because <laughs> his name's like King Ho Kang. Kang Ho Come. What? Who the hell ever knows? Some Asian dude 
uh, choked out another Asian dude. <laughs> That's what happened. Okay, guys. <laughs> other than, Tell me how you really feel, buddy. Uh, other than that, I have no idea <laughs> how to say their names. Oh, some some Asian dude choked Tor- out another Torito Asian dude. I have no idea. They were both decent fighters, but the other guy, I mean, it was You clear. can't say it any better than that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't say it any better. Look, I might have been slightly intoxicated when we watched this fight, so the ones that I didn't know much about, <laughs> I don't know much about. Now, uh, now this one I definitely tuned in for and thought it was crazy was Jalen Turner, the tarantula. Yes. Now this boy is going places, yo! I can't wait to see him. It's definitely awesome. Like uh, he just looked good, but thing is, is I almost feel like they might have hand fed him this guy. Yeah, they're gonna build him up because they want to. They want to see him in like a top fifteen guy. I mean, he TKO Callen, uh, Callen Potter. It was, it was early. quick. It was quick. And it was like it looked like, these mean rights. It looked like a fucking sacrifice. That's what it looked like. He just looked very outclassed in there. I ho- I hope Potter got paid because he got he got fed to the wolves, yo. So Jalen Turner is a lightweight. 155. Who's next? Who would you like to see him fight next? Do you think he should get one of the top 15? No. You know, he's top 15 just yet. One, just one more. One more. I want to see him do one more and no judges. If he beats another guy with no judges, like a, I say a top 20 guy. Um, the well, first name that jumps in my head, I guess because we just talked about him, was Venata. But Venata would, I, that, Venata would kill him. And I, I don't know. I think Venata might be ranked like 11 or 12. Right, right. So I, I, you want to go a little lower than that? So what I what I think would be a great matchup, okay. cool, is, uh, fuck, let me try and remember how to say his name. Francisco Trinaldo. Okay. He's yeah. ranked number 15. Right, okay. He's a good little gatekeeper. Yes. So top yeah, okay. 15, literally number 15. Give it to him. And if Trinaldo wins, that would skyrocket him up to the ranks. Because he's beating his new upcomer. Got a little bit of hype behind him. Yeah, I I mean, he'd have to do it in devastating fashion, but yeah. You he, can't, he's not that bad, dude. He's, he's not Francisco's a bad dude. A good, he's not. He's so not it's a good challenge is what I'm saying. I, I think that would be a great matchup. Right, right. Uh, Martinez had a decision win over Burren. I don't even remember that fight. I, I actually think I missed that fight. I missed that fight. Okay, yeah, we've been having trouble with that whole it's, it's fight pass. Yes, the ESPN. fight pass, ESPN plus. It's look, y'all. We we'll, we will try to get it as best we can, but to be honest, I just want the same shit every time. That way, I can plan for it. It's kind of hard to to say. Is it on ESPN plus? Is it on fight pass? Is it on ESPN? We don't fucking know. We'll, we'll get there one day. Well, that being said, thank God I did a little research and actually wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> so this Sunday, starting at five thirty PM, it's gonna be the early prelims on ESPN plus. Yeah, I would have I would have definitely went to Fight Pass. Then for UFC Fight Night for the prelims and the main card, both on ESPN. Okay. That's not bad. So it's a little better. Yeah, they're getting we're better. Get, with we're the, getting a little better there. They're figuring it out. I like that. 
Now, the fight is on Sunday, everyone, Sunday, which is a whole lot different than what we're used to. We're used to fights on Saturday. Uh, it kind of works for me. I uh, think the main card might be a little early, right. which is a good thing. Yeah, I like I like the early yeah, fights. The earlier, the better. Yeah. Give me give me fights at 7, 7 to 10, and I'll, or 7 to 11.30. I'll take that. All right. Did you uh, get a chance to look at any fights? Uh you mean upcoming fights yeah. for Sunday? I looked at a few. I didn't look at I didn't look at many, but uh, I'm All willing right. to make from the prelims up to the main card. I'll give you my predictions, and uh, we can go from there. So I'll take lead. So the early prelims. Okay. Alexandra Albu, I think is her name. Uh huh. Versus Emily Whit Whit Whitemire Whitmer Whitmer. I just want to mention that I think Alexandra Albu is hot as fuck. Ooh, so I hope sexy. she wins. <laughs> Other than that, I don't really know much about either one. Yeah, honest. I don't know. I didn't know either one. Um, I'll go the opposite of you just for to play devil's advocate. Oh, uh, beat me to it, are you? You fucking ain't right, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I see you. I see you. I know what you're doing. I know you're kind. I know how you work. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So then we got Hannah Burrell versus uh, Luke Sanders. This is on early prelims. Hannah Burrell is on the early prelims, on the mid, in the mid card of it. Do you remember his last fight? I'm just saying he he used to be king. Do you remember? King? He was one of my favorite fighters of all time. You got bad taste, son. As soon as TJ Dillashaw smacked him, I was like, oops. TJ Dillashaw just made him look like a straight bitch. It wasn't as bad as the beatdown that Max Holloway gave Josie Aldo twice. Oh, no, 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 no. Because Josie <laughs> Aldo put up a fucking fight. Hannah Burrell stood at the cage and got his ass beat. At least Jose Aldo was running around the cage and trying to move some footwork. So I'm going to go with Hannah Burrell for the win? Oh, fuck no, he's getting beat. I'm going to say he's going to win by decision. I'm going with Luke Sanders and I don't know shit about him. No, you know what? I'm going to say Hannah Burrell, third round, He's going to keep leg kicking him and fucking hurt the shit out of him. And he's going to fucking TKO his ass. Hannah Burrell is done. All right. His time has passed. I'm going to say Luke Sanders. He's going to come in. He's going to be the new gatekeeper. And <laughs> and he's, yeah. he's going to win. You already put him in that corner, huh? I'm already put him in that corner. Fuck cause, it. Because he ain't, he ain't going to go to the top. I mean, fuck it. He ain't we'll going to the top. He but, might knock him the fuck out and then get a good fight right afterwards. Fuck no, yo. When Hannah Burrell's not that stupid. When I seen Aljamain Sterling fight Hannah Burrell, that's when I realized, okay, Aljamain Sterling is actually a decent he, fighter. He's for real. Aljamain, he's for yeah. real. I, I can't wait to get to his fight. But we're, so the, the main event for the early prelims, if you could call it that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they call me a main event for it. Uh, Jessica Penne versus Jody Esquilabella or Esquibel? Esquilabella? Uh-huh. Something like that. Yeah, Jessica Penne is going to whip her ass. Yeah, probably. Uh, that that. I don't have no doubt. I don't. I like. I could say confidently that she's gonna win. Yeah, she's she's a pretty good fighter. Yeah. All right. Uh, so prelims, the first fight. This one's kind of interesting. Scott Holtzman versus Nick Lentz. I'm gonna take Holtzman on this one. <laughs> Who you take? Nick Lentz. Really? Yeah, I like Nick Lentz. Okay. Okay. Let's let's. I'm gonna write it down. All right. So you got you got Lentz and I got Holtzman. Yeah, I like I like I like Lentz. I feel like he's kind of kind of under you know under radar. I mean under underrated. Okay. So we got Ashley Evans Smith versus 
and Andrea Lee. Or, how do you say that? Andrea? Andrea, yeah. Andrea Lee. So, Ashley Evan Smith is got their head shaved on the side. She was the star of the flyweight fight girl or uh, flyweight tough enough show. The Ultimate Fighter. Ultimate Fighter. God damn it. Just say tough because it's okay. T-U-F. You know what Whatever. I mean? Whatever. Y'all know who the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> this is the reality show for UFC. All right. Somebody's been kicking back a few drinks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not playing, guys. So, yeah. <laughs> so, that she's pretty cool. Uh, she hasn't done well. She can't jab worth a fuck. And then she's going against... Um, Andrew Lee, she's the one that wears the cowboy hat coming in the ring. Mm-hmm. She's pretty exciting. I, I think she's also very good looking. Mm-hmm. Did you know her husband has a swastika tattoo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. was a big controversy. That I bet it was. People seen in a picture or a live stream or something that her boyfriend had a swastika tattoo on his arm. Mm-hmm. And she tried to defend it at first, saying it's not a big deal. Oh, hey, come on now. And then it's she, not a big deal, really. And then not she a big backtracked, deal. and then she was like, you know, we have black people that we're friends with. And okay, quite. He just, was in jail when he got it. Look, you know, there's look, all these weird backtracking things. Look, I'm going to tell you this right now. For, for uh, as, as, a, as a mixed man, I'll tell you like this. If you have to say, well, we have black friends. That's a bad sign. That's a bad sign. Okay, <laughs> that's a bad sign right there. If you have to come out and say you have black friends, mm, you're putting in the wrong position. Well, I mean, I have. I, I'm around a lot of black people. Yeah, but lot. you don't. How many? They, t- hold on, and they will come up to me and say, "You know, I got white friends." You know, is is it the same? It. But look, look. I hate to say it, but it's a double standard. It's not the same. It's not. No, I I instantly feel. The same as you do. I highly doubt that. Highly. What doubt do you that. feel the the fucking uh, slavery in your ancestors and stuff? <laughs> no, no, you don't. But you instantly feel like okay, you're saying that because I'm white. Thanks for acknowledging. Yeah, like that was you pointless. feel slighted. You feel slighted, and then yeah, you yeah. feel looked down on. Like, or why? Why would you even mention it? Like, right? It has no no bearing in the conversation. There's no need for it. But I I will say that uh, I'm. I'm going against Andrea Lee on this one. Uh, I, I have to uh, because, if, I mean, if she condones such behavior, uh, I want to see her ask it. Well, supposedly that tattoo was on him before she got with him. It doesn't fucking matter. She had to have seen it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucking big. They're from Texas. They wear cowboy hats. I mean, I, I assume they're a little racist, okay? You assume? What do you, what do you try to say, yo? What you trying to say? I'm saying that it's... All Texans are racist? I'm just saying the way that they act, they seem like... I mean, the way... the Texas has a stereotype, or so- southern states. But anyway... <laughs> I'm trying to alienate Andrea. this podcast, yo. I'm literally only going with Andrea, because I think she's hotter than the other girl. <laughs> That's how I'm picking all the girl fights. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We already know that. I only watch for one reason. Wow! Wow! Okay. Some so. of the other some girl fights I do watch because it's very skillful. I'm sure I'll. Be, I'm always impressed because I never expect much. <laughs> I know I'm. I'm a sexist. Or whatever. <laughs> Look, I hate. To, I don't mean I to hate, be like. That. I hate to laugh because the women. The women put on a on a good show most of the time, but uh, sometimes wow, they is... put uh, girls in there that just look good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Paige, Paige Van Sant. No, but she's Rachel, good. Rachel Ostovich. 
Um, yeah. I mean, and then you get people like Sarah McMahon. I mean, she's all right. Sarah McMahon. I'd have to see another picture. Yeah, you want to look at another picture. All right, go ahead. All right, so now so, that we did that long one. All right, right, we're moving on. So there's two people I don't even I don't even know. So now. Benito Lopez versus Manny Bermudez. I'm going with uh, Bermudez because I like Bermuda. What? I like Dennis Bermudez. Oh, come so I'm on. just gonna I'm just gonna go with. Hey, he's got the same last name. Maybe he's got <laughs> similar fight. All right, I'm gonna go with Lopez just to be your dick because I don't know much about him. Yeah, they say you are what you eat. <laughs> Keep them out of the way. Um, so the next one is the main event for the prelims: Jimmy Rivera versus Aljamain Sterling. I got Aljamain. Uh, Jimmy Rivera. He's not. He's not no. He's actually a, a very nice, not nice, <laughs> very technical fighter. Right. He's good. I, I he's got a lot of power. Good. I don't doubt it's good. I know he's got a lot of power. They both were knocked out by Marlon Marais. Well, that goes without saying. Marlon Marais is going to be the next champ. Um, he will beat both TJ and Henry Cejudo. Um, uh, you can call that now. You can you can backtrack when that happens later this year. But Marlon Marais will be the champion, and he will beat either Henry Cejudo or TJ Dillashaw. I'm calling that right now. Okay, he's okay. going to be both of them. But okay. I'll laugh I in your face rest. when that doesn't happen. So anyway, um, you know what? I really like Jimmy Rivera. Okay. Okay, Jimmy Rivera. But. I love Sterling. So who are you going with, yo? Who are you going with? I'm gonna go with Sterling. Oh, come on, yo. Now, how do you got Sterling winning? Um, I'm gonna say decision. First round submission. First round submission. Holy shit! Okay, I gotta write that one down. He gonna backpack his ass. Sterling gonna backpack him. Sterling's got a nice backpack, dude. He does. What color is it? <laughs> it's black, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you trying to make me into Andrea? I mean, her boyfriend, her husband. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't just say that. Well, I mean, he's a black dude. That's what it's going to look like. <laughs> oh, God. All right, all right. We heard it here. Oh. <laughs> it's a black book pack. <laughs> Backpack. Backpack, excuse me. All right. All right. Here. Moving on, we got Andre Feely versus Miles Jerry. Now I don't know. I know you don't have too much face in my man, Miles Jerry. I I really like Miles Jerry when he first popped off on the scene. Mm-hmm. But so he got beat by Cowboy, and Cowboy literally like he kept falling to the ground, and Cowboy literally was kicking him while he was on the ground. It was just like he just gave up, dude. And then um, he got knocked out by Chad Mendez. He's not having a good way to go, really. And Andre Feely is, you know, he's good. He's good, and he had a um, he got robbed on that decision with my um, Michael Johnson. Yeah, he did get robbed on that. And I think that was Michael Johnson's first fight in the one forty five. And I was excited about that. Yeah, like, first even, or second. I thought Michael John. I called Michael Johnson to win that, but I even thought Andre Feely won because it was like Michael Johnson didn't do much. 
Well, they kind of nullified each other in that fight, but it, it is what it is. Okay. So who are you picking for this fight? Yeah. <laughs> Andre Feely. Andre Feely. I'm picking Miles Jury. I'm telling you, Miles Jury. He's not. He's not too gone. This is a. This is a step down from Cerrone, way down. But um, Jury, I think Jury's got it. And I know he got beat by Chad Mendez, and he got knocked out. But I think Jerry comes back and he shows everybody who the real Miles Jerry is, and brings that aggression like like we know he can, and he beats Andre Feely. How? I say he beats Andre Feely second round TKO. Well, second round knockout, Feely. I was oh, I already had that planned. Really? Yep. I was I was gonna okay. say first, but. It, I'm, I was thinking, nah, it's gonna. It's no, they're gonna, gonna peel each other out because they they don't want to they don't want to uh, fuck up. Then we got Vicente. Vicente. Vincent. Is that how it's spelled? I spelled it wrong, man. When I wrote it. <laughs> oh, okay, it could be Vicente. Luque or some shit. Luque, yeah. Versus Brian Barbarana. Right. Now I've seen Barbarana. I. I I didn't know him by his name, but when I seen his picture, I have seen him before. That's a bad motherfucker. He is a bad motherfucker. He knocked motherfucker out. Real fucking quick. <laughs> he, uh, I'm going to go with him first round knockout. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. And, uh, just, just so, just so you know, Matt Sarah, <laughs> whenever he hears Bar- Barbarana, he goes, Barbarana, Barbarana, <laughs> Barbara. <laughs> and I always want to tell him, like, why don't you just do the... Bar 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 Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I I had Barbarana as well. Um it started to roll off the tongue. But uh yeah, I think he's gonna go decision now. I don't see it. I don't see it going quick. I don't see him going for a new decision. He gonna be going for it. No. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give my boy uh Vincente Laquay a little bit of credit and say he lasts all three rounds. So this is this is a, a matchup that I, I guessed would be your favorite matchup of the night. Yes, yes it will. I'll be I'll probably because I know that you always like Alex Casera, aka Black. Oh, you know, uh, Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee Roy, Roy, motherfucker, Bruce Lee Roy. <laughs> yeah. You know he's got the glow. Come on now, kind of lo- kind of looks like you know Bruce Lee in a way. <laughs> He, he kind of moves like him in a way. Yeah, he moves like Bruce Lee, bro. He don't look like Bruce Lee. Well, you know what I mean, like the way he like stands and stuff. You know, right, right. You know, and he's fighting Crow and Gracie. Yeah. So now the odds makers in Vegas say that Alex Carolexis has got Gracie beat because he can he can work it. Now Gracie isn't the most aggressive grappler of the Gracie family, but he's very good. But I think Bruce Lee Roy gets it done. I got Bruce Leroy winning via third round finish. I I want to say TKO, but I doubt it. I think it's uh, it might well, be a good you decision. Know, you know what makes it interesting is um, Alex Casera has been. I don't know if he still is, but I know when he moved over to Team Alpha Male, he was doing very well. He was. We just yeah. haven't seen him in a while, right? And. Uh, you know it's a Gracie. You can't. I can't bet against a Gracie. Oh my god, you pussy ass bitch! First round submission, Gracie. All right. So, on to the next one. Okay. Courtney Casey. Yeah. Versus Cynthia Calvillo. 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 
Who you got now? I got Cabello. I got her beating her. I say uh, second round TKO. Okay. I'll take that and I'll raise you a second round submission. From whom? Cabello. Oh, okay. So we both got Cabello. Yeah, I think I can't. I think Cabello is going to take this. And you think she's going to submit her? Yeah, well, she submitted her last opponent. She did submit her last opponent, but she gave up her neck very easily. Okay, you think a TKO? I think when the TKO presents itself, she's going to sub her out. Yeah. That's what I envision. Nah. All right, who you got next? Because uh, we got the co-main event coming up with James Vicks versus Paul Felder. The Texecutioner versus... Whoville. No. <laughs> the Texecutioner versus the Irish Dragon. Irish Dragon, okay. That's his That's his thing. Yeah, it looks like fucking so Tom these, Who. I like these fighters both a lot, okay? They're definitely one of my favorites in the 55 division. Right. Um, Who do you got? Well, I want to talk about some factors, okay? Okay. One thing to take into consideration, both losses that James... He, James Wick only has two losses on his record. Uh-huh. Both losses were first-round knockouts. Yeah. Delivered to him. Yeah. Um, Paul Felder's has four losses. Paul Felder fights more, but keep going. He... His last lo- his last loss was to Mike Perry. He right. fought with a broken arm from the beginning. Right. And got a split decision lo- loss. Right. And he so he lost his three of three out of four of his losses were decision losses. Okay. Split decision. Okay. And one doctor stoppage. Mm-hmm. Guess who got him, Doctor Stoppage? Who's that? Francisco Trinaldo. <laughs> and so Paul Felder, he's a little, you know, any um, Philadelphia, you know, he's got that gritty vibe to him, right? Right. Shorter guy, maybe not too short, but whatever. Compared to James Vick, six foot four. He is by far the <laughs> tallest one fifty fiver I've yeah. ever seen. And it's kind of cool because he's affiliated with Lloyd Irvin. Who trains out in Camp Springs, Maryland? Yeah, and it's at Temple Hills, Maryland, or whatever. Temple Hills? I, thought I don't. It was I don't know. I think. That's, oh, whatever. I looked it up. I it's definitely it cool. hometown to us. Yeah, and he, you know, he took a picture with the guy Sadiq, who's you know from Maryland. Oh yeah. Or I think the he Nigerian said it was nightmare son. Yeah. So, do you want me to just go outright and just tell you instead of going on and on? No, you can go on. You can do whatever, however you want to tell me, son. I'm fine. This I'll tell fight you right was now. scheduled to happen before. I'm telling you, James Vick is going to whip his ass. This, schedule, this fight was scheduled to happen before. I don't care if it's happening before. In the and future, before, right now, James Vick is going to beat that ass. I want to say I call, I want to say I, I picked James Vick before. Okay. Who are you picking now? I found out something, and I definitely only did this because of this. Oh, Jesus. Paul Felder. You're picking Paul Felder? Knockout, first round. Shut the fuck up. Knockout, first round, motherfuckers. Oh, bullshit, bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. When I was looking at his record. I'm calling bullshit right now, everyone. Do you know who he beat that I was like, oh, okay. You know what? You know, because I'm big on that resume shit. I know a lot of times MMA math don't, don't. It surely hell don't. But 
The fact that he has a TKO. Okay. Due to elbows. Uh huh. Win over Charles Oliveira. Get the fuck out of here. Just because he can beat up a submission artist. Dude, is a good striker. Come he, on. he is a good striker, but he's a submission artist at heart. Okay? Paul Felder He's going to get dirty and gritty, and he's going to no. fucking set no. him James up to get Bick knocked out. James Vick is going to beat the shit out of him. He's going to keep him at his jab. He's going to use his length. He's going to use that height. He's going to whip Paul Felder's fucking Whoville-looking ass. <laughs> he's going to beat that man. Can't yeah. wait. Can't wait. And I don't even like Vic like that. But I know Vic going to whip that ass. He going to whip Dr. Who's ass real fucking quick. <laughs> For anybody interested, <laughs> I might have to post that now. <laughs> One night, we're drinking. I'm I'm really drunk, honestly, at, the, at, at, at this night. And we're watching a post-fight thing where they get behind the desk. This is on Fox. And Paul Felder's on it. And I'm drunk. And I'm like looking at Ricky. I'm like, yo, he looked like them who people. <laughs> And Ricky's like, what are you talking about? I was like, you know, them who people and Dr. Seuss. He's like, Whoville, dude. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So then I'm sitting there just thinking about it. I Google it, Whoville people. I found this one that looks just like him. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> fucking close. And I, uh, I, I put that picture and then a picture of Paul Felder right under it. And it looks so good. And I sent it to him. Okay. I sent it to him. I went home, fell asleep. Woke up, got a message back from Paul Felder because I direct messaged it to him on Instagram. <laughs> I'm looking at him on TV, sending him a direct message in the middle of the night on Instagram. When I wake up, the person I seen on TV had direct messaged me back. And what did he say? Fuck you. He said, fuck you too. <laughs> And I shit Cause myself because he knew it was true. That's why he said that. He yeah. knew it. He knows he looks like Whoville. He knows <laughs> I he's from Whoville. Shit myself. I apologize. <laughs> I said I love you as a fighter. I do. I, I was like, you know what? I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to pitch you off. I almost uh, felt like I was bullying a man. Like uh, I hit a nerve. <laughs> and then he's like, he was a lot nicer than this. But long story short, he pretty much was like, hey, quit being a pussy. I was just saying, fuck you too. Like, haha, oh, fuck you my too. God. So he's saying, you know, as a friendly fuck you, but uh, I got pussified because oh, I didn't want is, the guy to hate me. He is fucking Whoville from now on. Paul yeah. Velder is Whoville from now on. Whoville. <laughs> I don't. I don't know enough about the show or what, I, or the books or movies. Oh my god. To where I can really quote it, you know what I mean? There's like one of the ones I didn't really pay attention to. Right. So then we got Kane Velasquez. Main event, son. Kane versus motherfucking Velasquez. Francis motherfucking Nagano. Power for power. Who is the man here? Well, I mean, this is, uh, <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, everyone, if you really sit back and think about this, this is a coin flip if I've ever seen one. Ninganu's got the most powerful hands I've ever seen in a fighter. And Cain Velasquez has got the wrestling, he's got the cardio. But he hasn't been in the ring in what two and a half years, three years almost. Yeah, it's been a long time. But he's also been training with DC and all the other guys. Train. Uh, I will. I will reiterate this, and I've seen this personally. You can have a guy that is training in the gym every day, but nothing is like being in the cage. Nothing. Yeah, but you look at guys like Dominic Cruz and um, GSP who come back and it's like nothing. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So, like, and Cain Velasquez it just might have that type of mentality and just to pull that off to where he looks just the same. If anybody I, has it, I think he would. I like Kane, and I want Kane to win. But man, is it gonna? It's gonna be a fifty-fifty for me. And I'm, I'm to be perfectly honest, I'm still on the fence. I haven't made my decision yet. You want me to make it easier? W- I'll tell you what I think. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead now. All right, look. Go ahead. Think about it this way. Okay. Francis is coming off of a win. good win. Yeah, he beat the shit out of Curtis Blades. And everybody thought, you know, because he was cursed for a minute because he, you know, Stipe worked Stipe, him. Stipe exposed him. Worked him and, and 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 made him lose his confidence. Right. Then he fought uh, Derek Lewis. Mm-hmm. Looked like shit. Mm-hmm. Then he has to come back. But I, in my opinion, Cain Velasquez is a better version of Stipe. He is a better version of Stipe, but now will Ninganu come in with that confidence to beat Kane? I think if, he's going to be reserved. If Ninganu comes in with that fuck you, you old man confidence, he might win. But if he comes in like, I got to respect this man, he's yeah. Kane Velasquez, he's going to lose. So I see him coming in, uh, being nervous for a takedown. He's gonna be extra cautious, and he's gonna be looking for. He's gonna be cautious, looking to counter his strikes. So, if you're Ninganu, what's the game plan? Go in there and dog him. Straight head hunt him. Yeah. Okay. And if you're Kane, what's the what's the game plan? What is what I'm saying? I think Kane's gonna come in there and dog him. I think it's gonna be first round TKO. I think Kane's gonna maul him. First round TKO. Nah, second, third. First round TKO. I'm going to say third round TKO Kane. See, because he's going to be too cautious, and he's going to clip him hard as shit, and then as soon as, he, as soon as he gets him down. It's over. As soon as he gets him down, he's going to fucking destroy him. Yeah, I, I agree. If if Kane gets the takedown, it's over, yo. I, think, I don't even think he's going to have to take him down. You really don't? I think he's going to, like, like lose his balance. or something. He's going to get clipped, dude. I don't know, against, yeah. Maybe even go against Cage and then tire out against Cage and kind of fall. Yeah, I mean, I could see him using the Cage to win, but... First I, round TKO. First round TKO for who? Kane. K- you think Kane's going to beat him up first round? First round TKO. First round, okay. I got Kane winning, but I think it's going to be either third round or decision. So that's it for the predictions, or for the UFC predictions for Sunday night. All right. Well, while we're still on predictions, um, we got this Bellator fight. Yeah, that has been building for two years straight, yo. Two <laughs> years straight, and these UK motherfuckers are ready to explode on this. And we have Michael Venom Page versus Paul Daly. Yeah. Who do you got? And why? Paul Daly, first round knockout. What? What? Yep. Straight out the gate, Joseph said he ain't even in, ain't even on his level like that. <laughs> Have you seen a Michael Venom Page fight? Look, he's he's good, but who is he really beating? Did you see what he did to Cyborg Santos? Who is Cyborg Santos? 
He's a good striker. I know who he is, but he's not. You know what I mean? He's like not that notable. Uh, I, I agree. He's not. He's not on the level of a UFC fighter, and he's not on a superstardom level. Even still, did you see what the man did to his face? He rearranged his head. He had to have reconstructive surgery. He will never yeah. look the same. And 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 that's from one MVP. strike. One strike. MVP is a lot bigger, a lot taller. Way taller. And I'm telling you right now, from what I've seen on Ariel Lawani, MVP is taking this way, way more personal than Paul Daly is. First round knockout, Paul Daly. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, MVP going to whip his ass. How you got it with him? I'm going to say second round, TKO. He ain't going to knock him out, but he's going to keep punching him. First round knockout, he's coming in too emotional. He got him. He got him in his so, head. So no, 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 no. I think it's the other way around. I don't think so. Cause, cause Paul Daly's Paul Daly's not talking a lot of. I mean, he's talking some, but he ain't talking like a lot of smack like MVP is. Now, now this is the other thing. This is the other caveat that you got to figure out. MVP's father, the man that taught MVP how to fight, how to do everything, just passed away in January. Just passed away. First round knockout, Paul Daly. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. He almost dropped this fight. I forgot about that. Yeah. He almost. He almost. He almost did. shot that fight. He almost did, but I, 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 I don't think. I think he's gonna prove. He's gonna bring out the Brett Favre in him, and he's gonna he's gonna overcome the the death of his father, and he's gonna do it for him, and he's gonna beat that man's ass. This ain't a fairy tale. Um, a lot of times when you a person that you want to win because of cancer, this or that or the other, a lot of times they lose. First round knockout, Paul Daly. Okay. All right. Um, well, um, we skipped over. So Friday night Bellator, Matt, okay. Matt Mitrinum versus who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? Come on, dude. What is it? <laughs> Sergey or whatever? Sergey. Sergey's a good dude. I don't remember who the hell it was. Who cares, dude? It, it, honestly, a lot of those fights I could care less about. I'll watch them, and if they're cool, they're cool. But I don't really know these guys that well. Okay. I, I mean, I know I knew the bigger names on Bellator. Um, so on Saturday night, I know MVP versus Daly. Then you got Chicago fighting some other heavyweight. Uh-huh. Uh, he looked good on his last fight. He did. Then you got Roy Nelson. <laughs> Roy Nelson is fighting um, Marco Kokop. Roy Nelson's gonna kill him. Marco Kokop needs to quit. He he should have quit when Shab knocked him the fuck out. But is Usada involved with Bellator? Yeah. Are they? Are they? I think so. I don't think so. I know they have some type of drug test, and they have to. They can't just commissions. Yeah, but they're under what at least Vada, right? Yeah, the com- wherever they're at, the commissions. Yeah. So I, I don't. I'm just saying, Mercury Kokot might be able to slip by a little bit more. Nah, yo, he's too old, yo, too old. Roy Nelson gonna Roy Nelson then. We'll see. And then Eric Silva, he's the ex UFC guy. I don't know if you remember him. That dude's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's a he's an arrogant piece of shit. I, I like, like him. him. I don't fucking like him. All right. So then, uh, that's it for that. I don't unless care who's you know fighting. Other, he's gonna lose. Unless you know any other 
Bellator fights because I don't know any I, of that. I, I, I didn't look at any of them. All right, so next on our list, you know, we'll get into the a uh, little bit of uh, updates and news we got. Okay, what you got? So first things first, let's talk about OSP dropped out of the fight for UFC 235 against yeah. Misha Serkinov. He has some type of injury, and my man Johnny Walker going to step up like a pro, and this is only going to do good work for Johnny Walker. I think Johnny Walker going to make short work of this dude, and he going to just be the next superstar in Sky 205. Rockets in flight. Yep. What, <laughs> I, I told you before. Yep. I told you before. Hey. This guy's about to get a rocket ship strapped to his back. Opportunity presents itself. You fucking take it. That's right. And I'm he's doing it. I got Johnny Walker whipping that ass all day long. I don't know about that. All day long. I don't know about that. But, all day long. But we'll see. This this is definitely a step up. Yes. You got what? You got anything? Well, just something. Not 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 too big. Not too whatever. I got DC. He's moving his retirement past March. Oh yeah, from injuries and stuff. Yeah, so he's not he's not saying that I'm gonna retire in March. He's saying he's gonna he's three gonna, more fights. He's gonna push it back, you know. He's got more fights in him. And that I think that's good, but at the same time he know he knows he's about to be done. He said three more fights. He so said he's got three, three more? more fights. He, that's the imaginary he keeps saying. I want to say one more, yo. And one he, more. He even said He only needs one more fight. That's it. But he wants three more. And he said, he even said to Stipe, like, look, man, if you want to fight me, fight, go kick someone's ass. Yeah, get, make get it. Get people interested. Yeah, make it undeniable. Because your last fight, you got knocked the fuck out. Right. He said, go fight somebody, whip their ass, then fight me. I agree. Because Josie Aldo didn't get an immediate rematch, and he was way more fucking uh, dominant of a champion. Yeah, I ain't. That's a salty fucking spot for me. All right, I got great news, everybody. What the you goat, <laughs> the Russian hammer, Artem Lobov. That's right. It's been announced that he is signed with uh, Bare Knuckle Boxing, and he's. They say it's six figures, which is good for him. He's gonna fight Anthony Rumble Johnson. Hell no, <laughs> Anthony Rumble Johnson ain't even fighting in there. He's just fighter relations. <laughs> And then, uh, <laughs> so he can still do MMA deals with this. Also, that's part of the contract. He can fight in MMA promotions. That's cool. And uh, I, I just, I'm real excited about this because I think it's a good move. It's bare knuckle boxing. It's more his style, like Grady style. He's got a fight on 420, plays up, and uh, it's he's gonna be fighting Jason Knight, also an ex UFC fighter. Um. We'll see what happens. I wish the best for him. I think he's going to get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> I think Jason's going to knock him out, dude. Uh, yeah. I, uh, but you know it's going to be a good fight regardless. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, it, it's going to be one of those war battles fight, but I don't I don't think he's going to win. I just don't. I just For something in me, just don't think he's going to win that fight. He stands with his arms down. Well, it's not like he has long arms to protect himself with. I'm just saying. I mean, they're only, what, six inches, seven inches long? (laughs) So so that's, like, mostly all the fight news I really thought was worth mentioning. Oh, oh, really? Really? Why, you got something else? Uh, One one quick second. I just just have to say that two two things I want to mention. Okay. Okay. One, everybody's calling out Kevin Lee. Why? 
Why is everybody calling out Kevin Lee? He's just coming off a loss. He's coming off a loss. Oliveira's calling him out, right? Yeah. And who's the other guy calling him out? Uh, it's like two other oh, people. Oh, yeah. He, he already made a decision. That guy's uh, Islam's getting a fight. Uh, yeah, Islam, uh, whatever, Mara Shapozo, boy, or whatever. Yeah, Khabib's boy, the Dagestani guys, he's calling him out, and then the other guys, he's, calling he's him got out. the fight. Kevin Lee announced that. Oh, okay, he's he, he's fighting Islam next. He said he thought he, he thinks he's gonna do it in April, but he heard they actually might have it in like the end of March. But he said that he put it in for April, but he's fine with March if if that's needed, right? But I mean, I like Kevin Lee, but. Kevin Lee hasn't shown me that he's a great fighter. He just shown me that he's, you know, a good shit talker. He was in title contention and and's coming off a loss. It's 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 a high risk not high risk, it's a high reward fight for not that low of a risk just based off of People coming off a loss don't always do well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're looking at it as almost like easy pickings. It's not easy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like a best-case scenario. A guy on that level, you know, looked at as just was looking at title contention. Mm-hmm. And just a lot of factors against him. Yeah. So everybody wants it. And he's he's calling out everybody, too, though. That's why. Well, he's he is... He's playing it off like he ain't calling nobody out. He's playing it off like, you know, I'm out here just doing my thing. Well, I'm talking about uh, before this situation. Right. He was he, before it, and he okay. was saying, nobody want to fight me. I want to fight everybody. I can't get no fights. Now, all of a sudden, they're all coming. Right. So, he should be happy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's, uh, he's the he's the quintessential. He's going to beat Islam. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Who was the other guy? It was... It was Islam. It was uh, not Michael Johnson, but the other guy. Uh, damn, I can't remember now. So black guy? I think so. Not Michael Johnson. Then who? Michael Johnson just moved to one forty-five. I I don't know. Top of my head, I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, so the other thing I wanted to bring up bring up was um, these guys saying Israel Adesanya's. Overrated. Oh, that was Chris. Chris Weidman. Chris Weidman. He doubling down. Bit overrated. Doubling down on it though, yo, yo, you just coming up with two losses, son. You can't talk shit. Go win a fight, and then you can talk. If shit. If anybody should have touched on that, at Chris Weidman, because he f- beat Anderson Silva twice. Nah, yo. And he stopped Anderson Silva. He did stop Anderson Silva, but that's not the point. Anderson Silva was playing with his bitch ass the first time. And the second time. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, look. The All second time, is, he, you know, his bones wasn't up to bait. He didn't drink his milk. I don't think he disrespected Adesanya, and I think that he would probably beat Adesanya. Yeah, but I don't... I based don't, off of that fight. Fuck no, he ain't beating Adesanya, yo. He ain't, because Adesanya's not going to play with him. We shall see. I hope so, because that'd be a good fight for Adesanya. Adesanya whipped that ass quick. Everybody calling out Adesanya, but he said he was expecting this. Of he said course. he watched. He said he watched... McGregor on his come up mm-hmm. and took notes and he said that he knows that all the shit that happened to McGregor is going to happen to him and he's going to and he's going to blow up more than McGregor. I don't know about that. This this is his plan. Oh, I hope it's so. Already, it's already coming into play so he's doing pretty good. I hope so. He's got to fight John Jones to finish that plan but whatever it is. We'll see. Yeah, we've called this we've called this for for months and months and months that yeah. that the plan was to fight Jones. 
Yeah, because I actually seen Jones touch on it. He said a lot of people are comparing him to me. He's like, other than the fact that he's skinny and black. They we, don't fight the same. He's like, we don't fight. You know, he he John Jones touched on that. Right. So it's it's that's still kind of, you know, it it's still a possibility. Yeah. All yeah. right. So uh, a couple things I want to touch on that were kind of cool that happened uh, throughout the week to me. Um, so I listened to the Lesbo and the Bean podcast. Lesbo and the Bean. <laughs> yeah. So there's somebody that we we follow. They follow us on Instagram. Yeah. They good and peoples. They they do fight picks, and we'll com- I comment on like they'll comment on ours and stuff, and. I've always like thought they they had a pretty decent page, but I never listened to them. Mm-hmm. One time I started to listen to it, but it just wasn't the sound wasn't right. This time it sounded good, you know what I mean? I just I don't know what maybe I just wasn't feeling it that day, whatever. But either way, I was very impressed with their latest episode where it was it was their breakdown of two thirty four. Mm-hmm. They go into it very technical, and they talk a lot about the betting, the betting odds, and if they want they 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 talk about doing bets on the fights and stuff. They have a really good breakdown. I just want to kind of give them a shout out and, you know, say, hey, if you're looking for a different one that kind of gives you the technical and kind of betting odds a lot, check them out. Um, That's Lesbo and the Bean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a really good – I like it. Yeah, man, check I'm, it I'm, out. I'm definitely going to start listening to their podcast. That's I, right. I mean, they got cool breakdowns, like I said. Awesome. Um Oh yeah, and um, something I thought was cool—the guy that makes the MMA bobbleheads. Okay. Yeah, I just I was following. I follow him, and he's cool. And he's like, he makes the the first one he made was a Dan Henderson. He actually had him in the pose when he was jumping in the air to fucking hit Bisbing. <laughs> That's how the bobblehead is. And like, he's done bobbleheads for all the UFC, like a bunch of UFC guys. He actually meets with him, talks to him. Do you know this guy's name? Uh, oh, shoot, Dave Manley. Dave Manley, yeah, okay. He, yeah, something that made me kind of look more into him mm-hmm. was uh, he posted that he was on like a, a shark tank, but it, he didn't say that, but when I watched it, that's pretty much what it was, like a shark tank. Right. You present your your stuff, and <laughs> they might buy in or whatever. And he was saying, I, it's, you know, it's a chance to win $50,000. Uh, everybody that likes you know my page or whatever and likes my product, please go and subscribe to this episode. Subscribe to this. Here's the episode. Subscribe to the page and mention me. So I did that and everything, and I watched it. And he's got a really cool story about it all. And you know, he's like an artist, and he hand makes all his things. And I, I was already following him and already wanted to buy them, but they were a little expensive for me. If I had the money, I would buy them. It's not expensive for the product. It's just I don't have the money right now. Right. And, and what's this guy's? This guy's name's Dave Manley. But it's 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 called MMA Bobbleheads. MMA Bobbleheads. You can't find them on Dave Manley. I just found that out from the from the uh, YouTube. Okay, so he's on YouTube, he's on Instagram. Instagram on as MMA Bobblehead. Awesome. So but guys, check out this guy, MMA Bobbleheads. He's a cool guy. He's got he's Bruce got Buffer good. supports him too. Yeah, man. I seen I seen these things perfectly. I mean, I seen these things up close. They got uh they look very handmade. I mean, there's very very highly detailed and uh looks to be worth the money. So check it out. And uh you can even get them signed by the fighters that yeah. you want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. Jump on a train now because he's about to blow up. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, uh, you got anything else, Ricky? Nah, brother. That's all I got. All right. Well, as always, we thank you and 
If you haven't already, subscribe on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Check us out, MMA Mark, son. Subscribe to us. That way you get the episodes downloaded. You can watch, listen to them later. Right. And then uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And that's at MMA underscore M-A-R-K-S. That's at MMA underscore Marks. And the same thing for Facebook. And we're already always here for you right here on this podcast. So check us out and uh, man, listen next week. See, so I can tell you how. So we, I can laugh at Ricky how bad uh, uh, his picks were. Fuck you! I can't wait to beat you again, yo. Because I beat <laughs> you last week, I'm gonna beat you this week. We, I can't wait. We shall see. I can't wait. See y'all next week. All right, I'm Ricky. I'm Buddy. See ya.